Hello there and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games and all that jazz, let us know tomorrow. This week we're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. My name is Tom and as always I'm joined by my co-host John. Hey, how's it going? I'm very happy today because Sonic, we're talking about Sonic guys. No more the, the depression, no more the, the, the pain that we have to endure <laughs> through the Harry Potter beasts thing that we don't have to yay yeah i have to say though thank you everyone for the support on the last video it's been really cool seeing all the discussions in the comments and all that kind of stuff that it's just great it's great and i have to say one of the best things about this week before we jump into the film was john asking what are we watching this week he, he forgot that it was sonic and there was just this moment where you sent this message where and i quote tom my sincerest apologies I have made a grave mistake. I was the fool. I couldn't see the light in front of me. I wasn't on the right path. Thus, I was mesmerized by the sequel of Sonic. I was merely distracted, and this was the downfall. Dramatic irony struck me as I asked, what is thy film this week? I asked innocently, oh, what a fool I was. <laughs> Followed by a gif of sad Tobey Maguire. It truly was a moment in time. Uh just felt inspired i was just like oh no we're watching sonic this week john sonic does things to people it really is a cultural moment so without further ado spoilers ahead what did you think i forgot how fun this film was last time we saw it in the cinema i don't think we were properly engaged in it we were just like laughing too hard about like oh ah he made a fast and furious joke (laughs) funny (laughs) funny and that we forgot the whole thing but no it's a really fun film I, I actually forgot all this stuff about it. So, yeah. What do you think? I absolutely agree. I think this film has such a charm to it. I think it's simple, but I think it really works in its simplicity. And I think that, like, especially after all the video game movies that have really struggled, and this of this isn't a conventional Sonic story. Obviously, we leave his world very early in the film, But what I think it does do is I do think it brings Sonic into the modern world in quite an interesting way. And I think it's pretty damn funny and it's got like a really nice heart to it. And that's something that I do think has like so much value, even if it isn't 100% faithful to what we see in the games. Mm. And we see these horrible video games films that they have broken the curse. But Sonic, it's a perfect example of breaking the video game curse. I mean, not to mention Uncharted. Uh, uh, (laughs) Yeah, if if Sonic is one step forward, Uncharted is two steps back. Yeah, everything was bad. It was all right. Sonic himself as a character looks great. We all remember the original design for Sonic. Ah, It was ah, abysmal. And I really think that this version that they actually went through looks great. And obviously he's completely CGI. And I think that for the most part, he does interact with the surroundings quite well. You know, like the light bounces off him well. You know, for an interdimensional hedgehog that is super fast, he does look really cool. Yes, uh, I remember that design. That horrible design. I don't know who thought, hey, let's give Sonic teeth and the weird legs and the face and the eyes. Oh, my God. It, I just felt like that was my sleep paralysis demon. I thought, hey, that's that's him. <laughs> He's found me after all these years. He's in the trailers. He made it to the movies. Yeah. It's so crazy how they listen to everybody. And it just turned into, like, the best version of Sonic, you know, what you see. And, uh, yeah. And 
the cast is great. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, genuinely, you think about something like Cats. I don't want to remind everyone about Cats, but like, (laughs) (laughs) that is a testament to how something as simple as the look of the characters can go so far in making the film feel weird. Who knows what the film could have been like if Sonic was still looking this weird, like, I don't even know what they were going for. They were going for something more realistic, I guess. I don't like it. I'm happy that they really toned that down. And I think his look really works because his personality is really like exaggerated and he is always thinking really fast and, you know, like running headfirst into situations. And I think that, that it does give him that kind of innocent look. I mean, he's supposed to be a kid. I'm not sure if he looks like a kid or anything. Definitely doesn't sound like a kid, but I do like his energy in a lot of the scenes of the film, especially in like the Quicksilver scenes, for lack of a better term, like in the bar (laughs) when everything kind of like slows down and he just kind of runs about. I think that that, obviously it's not as good as the Quicksilver scene in X-Men Days of Future Past, but it's a really nice way to translate that scene and, you know, give it a bit of sonic energy. Like when he runs, you can really feel the electricity and the kineticness. And I think that some of those scenes are really, really cool. Yeah. When I was watching that in the cinema, I was like, oh, they're doing that. I know it was like shown in Days of Future Past, you know, that Quicksilver and Apocalypse, those like really shows the character of Quicksilver himself. Like that's his personality. You know, you can, Slow down, yeah. down, and run really fast. But Sonic, right here, when I watched this, like, oh, yeah, it, it fits really well. And what you said about like, the kineticness, you know, like the fast and, you know, how quirky Sonic is. Yeah, I appreciated how they didn't do that all the time. Like, there's, that only happens twice in the film. And the first time it is like, I did sit there being like, well, this is now an issue because we have a character who is this overpowered you know how how do we expect to take Robotnik seriously as a threat but they do have this kind of clever MacGuffin with this one like piece of Sonic's fur this shard of hair that Robotnik Ah, uses and in the second time that Sonic deploys this like super super fast thing he's throwing the rockets and you know Maddie and Tom are falling and all the while you see Robotnik about to click this button and you do get that kind of sense that even though he's moving fast he's not gonna be fast enough and Robotnik kind of taps into the speed force as it were and I really really like that because in the X-Men movies they really struggle with Quicksilver. Obviously in Days of Future Past, they have him there only for one scene and then he leaves. And then in the next two, he has to get like injured for him to get out of the fight because he's so overpowered. And I think what they did in this film is actually a really clever way to do it. And I think in, in probably in, in the second film, it will be a bit different because you'll have Knuckles. Yeah, I thought that that stuff was really cool. I think all the action in this film was like fun yeah with sonic it's more like quick pace and high energy you know what you see in the video games but it's just perfectly shown in the movie have you played of the sonic games i have played very (laughs) old ones from about like the 80s with my dad sega mega drive so like that i haven't played like any since maybe like mario and sonic olympic winter games but the main one that i played was uh, a game from like the 80s yeah I think I played the Sonic game on the PS2. I do vaguely remember being on it like, oh my God, it's Sonic. And then he just puts the thumbs up and like the place of the game, you know, at Green, Green Hills. Hills. And that's a perfect recapture there. I love the opening scene with Sonic as a kid in Green Hills. And I hope that it doesn't look like in the second one, but maybe if they make a third film, you know, they go back to that world because obviously they do have him in, in the in the real world and it's almost like a fish out of water thing with him kind of not truly integrated in society and everyone kind of being scared of him 
but I do think that it would be interesting to explore where he came from because obviously that's, you know, those are the locations from the games. And I do think that getting to see Sonic run around with all the loop-de-loops and collecting rings, just doing the classic thing, I think uh, that would yes. be really cool. Yeah, and I think that, you know, that world, if they go back to that, and what if Sonic shows Knuckles or Tails that world? I think, you know, totally, I have a relationship, like a bond, like a friendship. Yeah, ex- exactly. That'd be interesting to explore as they introduce more. Like, I'm sure that in, this, in the third one, they'll probably introduce Shadow and they'll probably go from there oh. and keep on, keep on introducing uh. until every single hedgehog is oh, done. You do not want to know how many hedgehogs there are in the Sonic world. Is oh, Tails boy. even a hedgehog? I don't think Tails is a hedgehog. Uh, Tails is a two, two-tailed fox. Two-tailed fox? Yeah, so I guess huh. since at the beginning of the film, we have Long, long Claw, Long Jaw, something like that, who is the owl. I guess it's not oh, just hedgehogs. Yeah. And we got foxes, we got owls, we got whatever it is that caused Sonic to leave in the first place. They did kind of skip over that. Like, they introduced this thing, which means that Sonic has to leave his home. And obviously the weight of of that is with him as a character. I do think they kind of just skipped over the fact that he had to leave so quickly. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a reason for it because of the of the owls? They is weren't owls. owls. They were they were something else. I don't know what they were. I don't know. They were something. And you know, they could explore that in the sequel. I don't know, to explore more of his background and absolutely if they had shadow. What if shadow was behind it? It was me, Sonic. Oh my god. It shadows. What are you doing? I, I can't do his voice. I can't do his voice. It's <laughs> just don't try. Just don't okay. try. Yeah, I, I did. What I liked about Sonic was this whole thing where all he really wants is a friend, and you see it in his opening. Like I love it when he's got the turtle and he's like running with the turtle. Oh, yeah. And there is a really cool scene where he is on the baseball field playing baseball oh, with yeah. himself, and you know he ends up running like just out of frustration, and obviously that that ends up causing the blackout. And I think that that is a really simple way to, you know, just create a connection, you know, with us, the audience and Sonic, because, you know, of course, like, I think everyone can understand, like, you know, wanting to like kind of have friends and be part of like that community. I think they did that really well. But I have to say, there is this thing that they do, which I don't like it when any film does this, but son- a lot of Sonic's dialogue will be so expositional. Like, he will literally oh, explain yeah. what he's feeling yeah. instead of showing it. And I understand that he's a CGI creature and it, it's it's not exactly easy to make him emote in the way that a human would. But I still think that some of his dialogue about being alone and wanting a friend, that could be a bit more fleshed out and not, yeah. not just so blatant. Yeah, and it was a bit weird, you know, I, there was some moments like it was emotional, like no dialogue needed. It was like, I'm sad. I don't know what's life anymore. I don't know. I, I watched the film last night. I'm too too tired. Like Sonic was just so sad. Like he was trying to enjoy life a bit more, but he wasn't himself and just and he even watched Speed. Oh uh, yeah. And just like, oh Keanu Reeves. I do have so many questions about that. Like, so how much Wait. did he figure out just from watching people's windows? Like he does the Fortnite dance, he references Amazon. Oh my god. He's obviously he talking about speed. Like oh, yeah. how much is but then he doesn't know what a telephone box is? Like what like what? excuse me uh, uh, like maybe how, how did he figure all this out and yet not know these big things like a telephone box maybe he hasn't watched speed 2 i don't know oh I don't know. is there a speed oh. 2 yeah there is you don't watch oh, it good. it's terrible it's okay. so terrible it's I won't. 
it involves boats. Good. Good. And I really like that first introduction that he's trying to be part of this family and he's quite alone. But then as he meets Tom, he's trying to become friends with Tom. And I really like the first introduction that, you know, like he uses the speed camera thing. Yes. Yes. Speed. And then you see Sonic. And their interaction was just nothing too cringy and it's just uh, hilarious. Like, you know, they're trying to drive over to um, San Francisco. Yes. I, I forgot a lot of stuff. <laughs> that driving to San Francisco, trying to see Tom's wife, Tom's fiance. No, they're, they're, they're trying to they're trying to get the rings that that he dropped. Oh, the rings! Oh my god, yes, the onto rings. The, Actually, the that's the another building. concept I forgot about. The rings, yes, they're really cool. I really like the, the rings. It's a different thing that we've seen in the Sonic universe. You know, like he teleports through with these rings, and I think that's that's cool because the yeah. rings in Sonic are just mainly useful points. You know, like, mm-hmm. they just like, once you get hit, oh no, what points? And then you don't really care about it. But then in this, it's really cool. They just need a teleporting device. And that's ingenious, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a really good way to incorporate them into the narrative. There is that really fun moment where Sonic just picks up a load of the rings when he's running away from Robotnik. And you get that classic sound of him picking them up. And I thought that was just really fun i i like how they incorporate some of those like you know classic sonic elements to you know in that in that chase throughout the world where you know they're chasing in in paris and in egypt and china and obviously san francisco and then eventually green hills and the way that they kind of again they're using all these mechanics i just think that's really cool yeah and it was quite consistent with the narrative like using the rings and it wasn't like too quick but it was like perfectly good pace with the whole thing with the narrative like trying to find it and seeing that bond between tom and sonic um along the road trip i really like that so yeah yeah that was yeah. i mean sonic is definitely insufferable sometimes like as a character he does kind of ride that line between annoying and enthusiastic and you know kind of wide-eyed there are some like really really funny bits like when he's like yeah. i feel like vin diesel it's all about family so like that was great. Again, how did you know what Fast and Furious is? It doesn't matter. It was a great joke. There are some really, yeah. really funny bits. But I don't think it's I don't think at all the bits of comedy lands. As I say, there are some insufferable bits with Sonic and all oh, the ad placements are just hilarious. So there's a bit at the beginning where Maddie and Tom are on the phone and Maddie's like why do, why don't you have the app? And Tom's like, oh, you know the only apps that I have are the ones on the phone, apart from Olive Garden. And then Maddie's like, because when you're there, and Tom says, your family. And they just like, <laughs> they just repeat the Olive Garden. I don't even know if this is the Olive Garden like slogan, but it, it felt okay. so like in, in corporate. And then at the end, probably the funniest thing is when like this like, U.S. like government like general like comes to their house and is like we want to thank you for your service. Here's a here's a, a a token of appreciation. And they take this like letter and they're like, oh, what is it? Is it money to fix the house? Is it like a letter from the president? And they open it and it's just a voucher for Olive Garden. And they're like, seriously, this is what you get. And then the guy's like, hey, you have you tried the never-ending pasta bowl? It's the stupidest <laughs> thing. Oh my god, yeah. It's so bizarre sometimes, you know, watching the film. Like, this is a Sonic film. And then you forgot, and then he's like, oh, Olive Garden? Okay. Uh, Let me see what's Olive Garden about. Oh, they never... Never ending pasta. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Before we continue, I just want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Olive Garden. 
<laughs> oh my god like it did feel like that just like hey guys i know we're watching sonic but oh god we love all the god there we guys and then everyone, everyone's in the cinema or just watching netflix we don't care we want sonic um, gotta go fast gotta go fast wait that's who says that that's sonic right that's yeah sonic he, he says it when he's like knocked out and then like he wakes back up and he just goes go go fast and he runs around the room and i thought that was a really oh, nice yeah. little moment oh, yeah. and he gets the shoes like from oh yeah uh, shoes yeah at the end right Tom's, yeah 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 from Tom's niece she gives him this, like the classic Sonic shoes it did nice little little touches even though I have to say the character of Maggie and her family like while the aunt for example it was really funny like when she's tied up Maddie isn't really a character like you know Tom is this fugitive like and everyone is led to believe that he's kind of like gone against the law and we don't really get to see how she's feeling about it she kind of you know is put to the sidelines for the sake of you know giving Sonic and Tom this kind of whole wacky road trip and yeah you can have that but I feel like they should have developed her a little bit more because she just kind of does just become the love interest and that's all she's really good for yeah just thinking about the characters themselves we did explore some of the stuff of Tom. Oh yeah, well, well, all we what we know about Tom is that he like he wants to move to San Francisco and be a cop yes. there. His arc is that he learns that just to be okay with the small services that he provides to people in Green Hills. And I do think that you know Sonic. Oh yes, yeah, oh, yeah. Almost yeah. teaches him the value of such small things, and I like their friendship and the way that it you know, really blossoms. And it's organic as well, I think, the relationship, because it, it's difficult, you know, like having a relationship between Sonic and Tom because Sonic is just a hedgehog. You're trying to set up this friendship between these two characters and it's really hard to sell that. But it's Sonic, I can't believe I said that. It's Sonic, guys. It's it's him, you know, the, the crazy hedgehog guy who runs around. And it sells really well. You know, at the end, he's trying to like show Tom every bit about life, you know, like, care about the little things as well so yeah i really like that and towards the end you know like go sonic you 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 can do this just say that right <laughs> go sonic yeah maybe i mean like there was a really cool bit where sonic kind of charges up with energy finally mastering this kind of power that he's had to over overcharge and yeah like he sends robotnik into the mushroom dimension which i thought was like a really nice little you know ending thing something that's been set up from the beginning that you know he has to go there and it's really cool and he gets to move in with tom and maddie in the attic and i have to say what is it with putting animated characters in an attic we got sonic in an attic we got caesar from rise of the planet of the apes in an attic we're putting paddington in an attic we've even got aliens in the attic in aliens in the attic it's like what are we why are we always putting cgi creatures in an attic like please put them somewhere else give them their own room cgi animals Uh, are are people too uh, (laughs) oh yeah i really like jim carrey's performance as dr robotnik i think that's the one thing we have yeah we haven't talked about that coming from the video games Dr. Robotnik is just an angry guy. He's like, you know, trying to stop Sonic to get the Chaos Emeralds. But in this film, we get a MacGuffin of using Sonic's hair. Yeah, hair or fur, I don't know. And, you know, he uses that all the way through. And I thought that was a really interesting thing, you know, like the origin, you know, like the stuff, like Robotnik being obsessed with Sonic, like the hair, we got to use the hair for, you know, you know for speed. And uh, with Jim Carrey's performance, he was just crazy. And Jim Carrey's always crazy in these films, you know, like in The Grinch or um, 
other films that he's done. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I forgot all the other films. He's in ba- uh, Batman Forever. Oh, yes. Riddler, yeah. Truman, Truman Show. Oh, Truman Show. The Mask. The Mask. Yeah, definitely. Yes. He's, he is yes, playing... Man. Yes, man. Uh, yeah, yes, uh, man. Liar, liar. Yeah, absolutely. Abs- yeah. yeah, absolutely. There, there's so many. And he is definitely playing the Jim Carrey. Like, that is, that's it. That's his role. I, I do like, I agree with you. I like how Robotnik's character is created. He's essentially this person who wants to be the best and is super, like, annoyed at anyone who might be- best him. Like, you know, Tom, who punches him, and obviously probably Sonic for the next one, you know, banishing him to the Mushroom Dimension. And I really like that about him. I like the scenes where he's kind of threatening people. There is this really funny bit where he's like, Oh, yeah. Spitting out formulas while you're spitting out formula. And then Tom goes, Actually, I was breastfed. And Robotnik <laughs> just goes, Nice. It's it's so weird. Like, oh my God. Wow. Some of the comedy, like, was just weirdly amazing. I don't know why. And with the comedy as well, it's just so. Like intentional and not intentional at the same time. Like you can't tell. Like is that supposed to be comedy? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess. Like yeah, just... absolutely. I do think that for me, Jim Carrey, he goes a little bit too. Like you know, like when he's dancing about and when he's going like like that stuff for me is too far. I do get a little bit bored of that. So I have to say that while I did like him in this film, I, I don't always like him. And so, yeah, I, I did, I did, he was, he wasn't one of my favorite parts of the film, really. Yeah, it's, it's why I don't really like him as the Riddler, that kind of thing. I think that what he does, he's very good at, but it's just not my kind of comedy. And what I preferred were the moments where he was kind of breaking role as something more menacing. It's why I prefer films like The Truman Show or Christmas Carol, where he's not doing that whole Jim Carrey thing. He, he's instead, you know, definitely going for something a bit different, but he's going for a very specific thing and it definitely works. Yeah, there was one bit I really liked Jim Carrey's performance as Doctor Robotnik when he was listening to this song, Anarchy or something. Yeah, Anarchy. It is Keys of Anarchy. Yeah, to, to confirm. Yeah, I, th- Tom, I, I think give so. me confirmation I, I, here. I have. I have <laughs> no idea. I don't know. But I'm yeah, sorry. That song. Yes, that song. He. <laughs> I don't know, but that song. You know, he's dancing to. It's so weird. You know, from the Sonic game, I can't believe I'm comparing, but Dr. Robotnik, we don't see, like, crazy aside to Dr. Robotnik. He's just angry all the time. Like, he's just like, Sonic! I need the chaos emerald, Sonic! I need some emeralds, Sonic! I need some emeralds! Give me that! No, Dr. Robotnik! I can't do his voice, God. Okay, ignore John, me. I'm okay, so stop trying to do the Sonic <laughs> voice. It's not working. <laughs> I want to be a voice... <laughs> Um, yeah, we, we even get a nice little um because obviously Sonic gives people nicknames like Donut Lord. We get the origin of him calling him Eggman, and I I think that is also just really cool, really fun. Yes, and with Eggman, he's he's got so many ma- names. And then when I was texting you this week, I was like, why does Doctor Robotnik have so many names? I think we just <laughs> talked about this. Yeah, like um I don't know, but now I think we know like he's um a character to be you know poked out. You know, like with Sonic, he calls him hmm. many names like Donut Lord and everything yeah i'm definitely excited because obviously at the end he's like i'll be home by christmas i do wonder where that d- dynamic's going to go in the sequel with him coming back from the mush- mushroom dimension um i also liked robotnik's interactions with, with agent stone there's a lot of, there's a lot of kind of tension 
this this almost sexual tension between them like the way that you know like when he's dancing there's that really good bit where agent stone's just dancing behind him he turns i was like oh my god like what are you doing here it's like oh i'm sorry i made you coffee it's like thank you i love the way you make them like i'd I'd really enjoyed that little the way that those two interacted i thought that was a really nice layer to it and i would have liked to see more of that and of robotnik kind of being unhinged and almost scary instead of being goofy oh. i think that they mm-hmm. should have lent into that more and i hope they do in the sequel yeah and explore more we didn't get much of a background of dr Bobbonic. i think ah oh, imagine it was like a hilarious backstory for dr Bobbonic, like um infinius and verb the funniest bit from that was like <laughs> like my parents weren't there when i was born <laughs> Yeah, that's his background. So, that's his villain's background. So good. Like, yeah, I, I would want, I would want them to really like either you make Robotnik terrifying, or you lean into the doofenshmirtz of it, and you make him just like this tragic character who's really funny. I think that would just be great. Oh my god, that would be hilarious for like the next one. Oh, I'm so excited for the next one. Obviously, we get Tails in the post-credit scene. Tails arrives, and obviously, we see that in the Sonic Two trailer. So obviously, whatever happens now. We got Tails, we got Knuckles, and yeah, I can't wait for the sequel. What are you going to give Sonic the Hedgehog out of 10? Seven. I'm going to go six. I'm, I'm really surprised. Like, it's it's super, super fun. Like, like I really hope that the second one is even better. Yeah, I, I really do. Because what I saw from the trailers, it looks so good. Like, it does. It, it looks much of a story is going to be constructed and, and more surprising things are going to happen i mean there was a really cool bit you know like uh knuckles like does it look like i need your power oh and yeah then... idris, idris elba as knuckles is going to be so much fun i'm really excited yeah. for that yeah i'm really excited to see what sequel is gonna bring as well so 100 yeah. percent. so yeah thank you everyone for listening uh, if you enjoyed it please give a like and consider subscribing if you want to see more we will be doing sonic the hedgehog 2 next week but in the meantime we've got more content you can look at we recently did the latest fantasy beast movie and we actually did the whole franchise so if you want to check that out you can and if you want to get in touch with us you can leave us an email asktimefilmpod at gmail.com you can ask us like your you ask us questions or share your thoughts on Sonic the Hedgehog or just about anything and we will answer it on the pod or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at asktimefilmpod stay safe and you know yeah stay safe that's but do, do I always end like stay safe because I've got nothing to say yeah guys uh, that's your thing stay- John you want it people is... to be safe. It's important. Of course, of course, of course. And uh, be good. Here's a new one. Be, be good. good. Be good. There we go. Stay safe and be that... good. Lovely. Yeah. Be safe and be good. Hey, Lovely. that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, hope you enjoyed. We finally found something that made us happy and, you know, something to enjoy. Yeah. It's the first time since turning red. So the first time oh in four God, weeks. Red. Thank you for listening. Take it what you're given. Give nothing back. Goodbye. Goodbye.